Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here. Uh, we've got uh, Victor Speck on the other side. What's up, y'all? And then we also have an, a special guest today. Uh, we've got Azim, who's joining us uh, today on the show. He, Azim is one of our uh, biggest listeners and uh, promoters of the show, so it's great to have him on. Uh, but as well, Azim, uh, you do the honors. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, no worries. No worries. Azim, you're a United fan, right? Yeah, a huge United fan. Huge? <laughs> uh, for how long have you been supporting United for? And, uh, you know, who 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 is your favorite player? Let me guess, Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo got me into it. But honestly, when Beckham was playing for it, I got into a fan, you know, for United. Beckham awesome. did some uh, pretty good things for United. Awesome, yeah. That that's that's all. It's nice to hear that Beckham is the guy that get, got a lot of United fans in because that was that was me. Um, Beckham really got me into uh, uh, Manchester uh, United, and uh, seeing seeing as how a lot of people, uh, you know grow like I, the younger generation anyway I think a lot of people like Ronaldo more like you hear what got you into United they say Ronaldo so I, I always kind of like to see that but uh, it's cool to see more people on this show anyway say Beckham but no that's cool that's cool my man uh, but yeah great guys like today we're gonna start off uh, kick start off we have an action packed uh, uh, we haven't done this in a while actually this has been I think two weeks now two weeks break again uh, but it's been an action-packed uh, uh, games that have come in. We've seen United play against Arsenal. We've seen Chelsea all of a sudden lose their lead uh, in the, uh, you know, Barclays Premier League. Uh, we've seen Raf Ragnick come in and take over. And maybe maybe we'll, we'll see some change or maybe we'll not see some change. But we'll definitely talk about that today. Uh, but on the other hand, um, you know, there's also, you know, City and Liverpool absolutely, you know, uh, 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 tightening their grip on the on the Barclays Premier League. So today we're going to cover that too as well. So there's a ton of things to cover, uh, but we'll kind of get right into it. Um, so starting off with Chelsea. Uh, today, I think Chelsea, uh, I you know, I didn't really watch the game, but I heard the scoreline or I saw the scoreline 0-0 for uh, uh, Chelsea against Wolves. Victor, what's going on with Chelsea, man? <laughs> um, we're in a we're in a really uh, challenging spot right now. A very difficult one, um, with players being out because of COVID, and then players being out because of injuries. Um, Tuchel actually tried to get the game postponed, um, but uh, Prem said no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so basically, we're we're heading into into all these games with a with a depleted squad, right? And um. We're not playing the best of football right now, actually. And teams are just playing low blocks and, and literally just making us, you know, like not be able to execute what we need to do in our game plan, right? Um, there's been uh, there's been quite the, uh, what do you call it, quite the shakeup, actually, in results because, like, we were going from, from winning, winning, winning to now it's like we tied and we tied and... You know what I mean, like and, and a loss before before those two ties, right? So, um, it's been it's been a really challenging uh, time right now, and 
we just need to buckle down and and keep staying in that race because it's not all, all over. We know City and Liverpool have their have hard games coming up. Like Liverpool tied today. I knew that was gonna happen against Tottenham. Um and City have us coming up. Liverpool also has us coming up. So there's still some 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 ways to do some things in that uh in those fixtures, right? So we just need to stay focused. Like right now go through the, the difficult spell that we have and then um get ready to pretty much come back alive on um on the situation when it uh when it happens all over again, you know what I mean? So um we this um this this period has pretty much seen um us not utilizing our players as much and like uh with Pulisic, Pulisic is playing in the middle now of as a as a nine, which I don't think he should be playing there. He doesn't thrive in that in that uh in that position. Uh but obviously with the depleted squad, we can't really call on anybody else to come on. It was good to see Kante get back into the into uh get back onto the field today and he was very detrimental as well as um um what do you call it um Kova Kova also played today so that was good to see like so these guys coming in that that will definitely give us a, a major boost like obviously tying the game is not a it's not what something we want but we knew going to play Wolves is not going to be an easy game nobody has an easy game against Wolves even after even after Nuno left, right, and uh, the new guy, I forget, I forget his name, uh, Bruno something, Bruno Large or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So ever since Bruno Large came in, it seems like Wolves have also just been uh, uh, revamped again, and they just they just keep coming. So it's like we knew these games were gonna be hard, we're gonna be difficult, and obviously to not have our uh, our whole squad at our hands to utilize. It also puts us at a at a disadvantage, right? But fair fair play to Wolves, you know. They had it was a good game. Wolves Wolves could have won it. They could have won it. We could have scored. Um, we had the the chance that was saved. But uh, what I'm noticing right now is even with the squad right now, like we are not creating as much as we used to. You know what I mean? And I think that might be based on the fact that uh, teams are playing such low blocks against us, so we're not creating the opportunities. But even then, even so, um, when we first started the season, and uh, a few teams were sitting back against us, but we we're still opening them up, so we would create like maybe at least six, seven quality chances. We'll bury like maybe two or three, and then we'll have like eighteen, uh, like maybe twelve to eighteen, like wayward chances, like ones that you think, oh, it's not it's not that great, you know what I mean? But six, seven quality chances we are creating. Now it's like we are slowly just depleting on that. And the 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 way we're playing right now, I don't <laughs> I don't think it's Tuku's way for sure. That's for sure. And um it's uh it's worrying, but obviously we know we know the challenges that come with, you know, COVID and and uh and injuries and all that. So basically we're just kind of like biting our tongue and holding it in. And I'm seeing a lot of things on Twitter already. People are saying Tuchel out and it's kind of getting annoying because man, you just came in, like you got to give him time. Like, you know, like this is, this is a trial period, you know, like if you can't stick with your team at this point, like when it's bad, don't be with us when it's good. Right. Yeah. So, well, I, um, I will. Yeah, I saw a couple of things, but I don't think it's a majority. I think it's just some idiots on Twitter who are just saying things about Tuchel. Uh, but yeah. before I even uh, get further into this, um, 
I wanted to kind of, you know, get your thoughts on this, uh, Azim. So, you know, you've probably been watching what's been happening. You've seen Chelsea win the Champions League. They were top for the longest time. Um, did you really think Chelsea, uh, what are your thoughts? Do you really think Chelsea could be a real contender or even win it all this season? Oh, I think uh, I think you may be having some uh, technical difficulties, but uh, I'll I'll kind of rephrase that question back to you, uh, Vic. Uh, are you are you so with what is happening right now with Chelsea? Uh, mm-hmm. Are Chelsea? Do you think Chelsea will still be able to, uh, you know, uh, win the league this season? Ah, it's 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 tough, but I believe like I'm always a strong believer. You know, like anything can happen. This is football. Like City could go on a, on a different spell. They could now have, they could have all their most of their players on COVID. You know what I mean? Like things like this could actually happen, and then um you will start to see teams deplete and teams drop in form and and all of that. And I think this the fixtures that are coming up right now if for City and Liverpool are tough fixtures. Like. So it's basically like um, it's bound to happen. I think I think I think at some point the league's gonna get really tight again. Like um, right now, it's just it's six points that separate us from um, from what do you call it from City, right? That's two games, six mm-hmm. points that separates us from City, and then basically we we have uh, four points away from from Liverpool. So that's a game, a game and a half, basically, or two games. So if we just if we stay in the race and we keep doing what we're doing, at some point somebody's is bound to drop form. You know, someone's bound to drop form when they play us, which is in like two, two, three weeks. They're bound to drop form if we if we if we kill them and we win that game, they're dropping points. The same thing with Liverpool. If we if we kill them and beat them, they're dropping points. So that's gonna bring the league tighter. Um, I don't think it's all lost. You know, what I mean, like we're just in December right now. Like City is on a tear, yes, but things can happen that could derail them as well as Liverpool. So um, we just need to we just need to stay uh, believing and faith, faith and have our faith all all up there because it's a tough time, you know. And I just hope that we make it through and just keep keep battling and then eventually get out of this bad spell of form that we have right now and then start seeing ourselves in a more um brighter 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 way right so yeah i will i would um yeah i think uh i think i would like to say city city has been absolutely impressive and i think that um yeah they always seem to have this one or two guys that come in and do these kind of things uh we saw it last season with uh ike gundogan and then uh-huh. now here it's now bernardo silva who's really taken on the mantle and you know, you see, you see how, what he does in the pitch, right? Like that guy can play anywhere, literally anywhere on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Azim is back on, but uh, if he is, uh, maybe we'll we'll kind of you know go towards the city route because I would like to actually see what people uh, uh, think so far uh, of City and uh, maybe their chances of actually securing this. Because right now, the way things are looking like, they look like they're running away with it. But Azim, are you on the line? Are you back on? Yeah, I'm on the line. Awesome. My, uh, my thing was acting up. Now it's all good. So oh, it's okay. my bad. Yeah, all good, all good. I know the the app could be wonky a bit. Um, but it's, I think it's good. Great. Uh, okay, so 
Wayne kind of touch on. Uh, so what do you what what do you think so far of Chelsea? Do you think they're gonna win the league this year, or do you think it's City's that City is gonna take it? I think Chelsea is gonna be like third or second. Mm. Okay. So you do you don't see them you don't see them winning it at all. It's gonna be tough, but let's see, right? Anything's possible. Mm. Yeah. What do you what do you think of uh, their their team like in general? Like, is their t- team built like a you know a serious contender uh, side, or just maybe they just need maybe yeah, a little for sure deeper. a serious contender? I think they're dealing with COVID and all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, Chelsea is good. Okay, yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea is good. I I I still think that Chelsea would take it, but I don't. Maybe I'll I will change my I, opinion. I, I know who's coming though. Arsenal's coming. Arsenal's coming against who? They're gonna be like third if they get one more guy. They're talking about uh, the striker from Everton. Oh, you you think Arsenal will be will be the the team? Uh, they'll be getting third and uh, this season. Yeah, if they make their uh, if they make moves right, that's what I think. And West Ham will be fourth. Interesting. And we'll be fifth. Okay. So United fifth, West Ham fourth, and... Uh, West Ham can choke too, so we can be fourth. But West Ham's doing good, right? So. Mm. Interesting. That's an interesting take. I, I, I would say that uh, I don't know. If, I don't think Arsenal has it. Like, I think they're good. I think they may get maybe one or two more pieces that may help them get there. Um, Arteta actually is not a bad coach. Like, if this was compared against Ole, I think Arteta is way better coach uh, than Ole is. Yeah, handsome. Um, you know, and uh, I know he Bobby has Yang's leaving though. Yeah, yeah, He's Ob- going Ob- to uh, Barcelona or something. Yeah, Obama Young is um, he's uh, he's he's way past it, right? So there's a lot of things that I think that's wrong with him, but um. Either way, it's what it is, right? But we'll, we'll see how that goes. But let's bring it back to uh, City here, like uh, or City, sorry, Chelsea here. I say City. Um, so we've got Chelsea right now, who are currently uh, in third. So Vic, are you still saying that they're going to finish first? Or are you going to say it's, the season is basically? Uh, I know you're saying like you could get tight again, but where do you where do you think now realistically Chelsea can be at the end of this uh, season? Um. I think still first, first to second. I I still think so. I still strongly think so. Um, we can definitely win the league. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We just need to. We just need to get away from this from this bad spell that we have, and and just keep putting those results together. And as soon as that happens, other teams will feel the pressure, and they will start dropping points. Mm-hmm. What is happening with Lukaku? He's he caught COVID. Um, oh. so he came back. He came back and uh, he was he was fit and then he was he played the last uh, was it the last game or the last two games the Champions League and then he played the the weekend after that and then he he caught COVID. He's one of the players that caught COVID. Uh, I see. Um, yeah. Now there, there's another thing too I want to kind of touch on real quick. There's a guy that I really <laughs> looking back now it's kind of hilarious, but uh, I still think he still has something that he can give. Uh, to uh, United in some way, or maybe even to you guys in some way. And that is Saul Niguez. Now, Saul, um, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about him. Now, I watched I watched the game, what was it, the 1-1 draw against uh, Everton? Yeah. 
everything were fighting for blood, man. They knew like, you know, if they didn't if they didn't get a result in that game, Rafa Benitez will get fired. Like it's it looked like that was what was gonna happen. Yeah. Um uh, but uh, uh they were playing out of their minds. So Sound Niguez comes on. You guys were up one nothing. Um I can't remember. I think Mason Mount put you guys up. You guys were up one nothing. And then Sound Niguez comes on. Um, and people started to blame. They all of a sudden started blaming this loss on him. What do you think of Sound Niguez? Like, I mean, he's deputized as left back. What is happening to Emerson? You know, why um, why isn't Tuko playing him as a midfielder like he bought him for? Um, so basically, uh, Tuko brought Sal in, and uh, in the first game that he played him, Sal made so many errors, and we almost lost the game. Um, it was so it was it was a really bad performance, like a really bad debut. So basically, yeah. Tuko took him, took him out. He hasn't played him since till like the Everton game that he put him in, or I think it was the Champions League game, one of those two. And uh, Sal was like, okay, so he, he he was playing him as a as a left wing as a left wing back, right? So yeah. it worked. It worked for like a minute. After that, it got horrible. In the Everton game, Sal doesn't seem to have um, uh, an, a, a positional uh, positional uh, awareness, oh, yeah. right, of where he needs to be. And why is he jumping for that ball if he can't get it? Because once he once he missed that, Braithwaite got that got that that. Uh, that goal, right? If it wasn't for Sal, we would have not lost the game against Everton because we would have the the person who was guarding the Braithwaite would have known to stick with him and basically wait for that ball to come to that area rather than jumping to to the center back spot and then literally trying to head a ball that you're gonna miss. You know what I mean? With with, so, with all with all due respect, I don't think it's Sal's fault. I think that's hogwash. I think at the end of the day, that was a whole team effort. You guys had like chance after. I mean, I saw the James miss right yeah, watching that yeah. game. That was point blank. Like he needs to put that on target and he will score. Um, uh-huh. So really bringing it down to that one moment, like moments. There's moments in a game, right? But like that's that's the difference between how would I put it? That's the difference between a Liverpool and the City versus a Chelsea. Because yeah. a Liverpool or a City would take those chances and then they'll win the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Chelsea were winning games 4-1. They were still conceding goals, but they're still yeah. winning games, you know, by three or more, you know, more goals, right? And, and when things are tight, they keep it tight, like, you know. So I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's fair to say Sal coming in, uh, having a poor game, yes. But that's not really his fault. He was also playing, you know, uh, what they call it, left wing back. He's a sentiment. Right. Yeah, yeah, but the, but the thing was, um, he should have never he should have never gone for that ball. The the thing Tuku hates but, the most is so, giving away half chances that create goals. Okay, and, so but my question is, what do you want him to do to just let the ball fly over his head? No, you're, you're, you're not. You're not. You're not understanding. If you go back and watch the video, right? Saul was with Braithwaite, right? Yeah. Um, Rudiger was with whoever the hell he was with. He was with somebody. He was covering someone. And then literally, Sal went to Rudiger's space to go head the ball, which I think I think I think he collided with him. I think he collided with him. And then basically, Braithwaite had an easy tap in. That was it, right? Um, okay. 
if Sal if Sal was um what do you call it more positionally aware, he would have stuck with his own guy because Rudiger is a big boy and he can handle whatever is coming for him, you know. So Sal jumped over there, hindering Rudiger and basically taking up his space and then jumping for that ball and absolutely freaking missing it. And then basically the ball landed and Braithwaite got the tap in. That's why that's why Tuchel was mad, and that's why Chelsea fans were mad as well. It's not the fact that he went up for the ball; it's just the fact that he encroached another person's space, didn't trust his teammate, and basically went for that ball and then missed it completely. Right? Either way, you guys had chances to win. I I will say the other chances you guys missed, I will blame it on those guys who missed it versus the the guy who had nothing. you know, like he had one second and that was it. And that was the only thing he made a big mistake on and then it cost you guys the game. Score your chances, you win the game. You don't score, I'm sorry, buddy. You don't win it. Anyway, uh, updates with uh, Champions League. You guys are going to be facing Lille. So the with all the Champions League fiasco, you guys somehow managed to get Lille twice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm guessing you guys are happy with that then. <clears throat> um. Honestly, we don't. Whoever comes, comes, man. Like it's just we needed to see who was coming. Um, I don't, I don't understand why they did the draw twice, but I think it's something that had to do with uh, not um, somebody's name. So Manchester, not Manchester, yeah, uh, Villarreal were drawn on the same like part that uh, the Manchester United part was, which oh, they already wow. played in the same group, and yeah. they were. You know, um, what they call it, uh, they were second. Um, yeah. And then on the other hand, um, uh, what was it? I think uh, also, uh, I can't remember, something to do with the Atletico part. Um, Manchester United were not in the Atletico part. So it made everything. So they had to redo the whole thing again. So the good news is you guys get Lille again. Um, mm-hmm. how, how do you guys, how do you feel about that draw? I, I think, I think it's a, it's, it's going to be a good matchup. Like, once again, I, I advise fans not to not to get too overly um, excited because it's still gonna be a hard game. Lille is playing some good some some good football right now, and they have some young stars that are coming up that can really give us trouble. So um, we just need to buckle our heads down, work hard, go according to our game plan, and and finish our chances. Because regardless, you're in Champions League now, and this is round of sixteen, and games are just. You can't take them for granted. You can't say, oh, I'm going to win this game. Like, you have to go out there and put in the work, right? Yeah. Be motivated for it, right? So, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. First things first, first things is uh, is fixing this dreadful uh, form right now that we have in the in the prem. And then once we fix the, the form in the prem, going to Champions League, we can transition that in there, right? So, mm-hmm. great. Well, that's uh, that's that we'll do on Chelsea. Uh, we'll see how things go, uh, and um, we'll see what you guys do at the end of the uh, at the end of the, uh, the you know the coming coming uh, winter here because there's some yeah. real intense games coming. We'll see if we'll see if the games do get cancelled because of all this COVID craze, or maybe the games may still be on. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see, like to see where Chelsea ends up. Right. I, I I honestly don't uh I don't think I don't think Prem will get cancelled. I think they they've already had enough with losing enough revenue when when uh when it was being postponed and everything. So 
right now, I think what they'll end up doing is basically they'll create like uh, different measures and then say people need to get tested in order to be in there. And, and then who knows, maybe England might finally um, agree to the fact that they need to mandate the freaking vaccine. Like a lot of like a lot of countries are doing, but England is not. Doing it might that. be uh, closed doors or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's also yeah. part of that too. So, yeah, I hope I, not. I, though. Yeah, no, I hope I hope not either, because uh, it would be nice to kind of see the games. I think the one thing I was a very I was seeing the other day, so I saw I can't remember who scored a goal. I think it was Demarai Dem- Gray. He scored mm-hmm. a goal. Um, it was two one. I can't can't remember the game, but they won two one. And the first thing Dimarai does is he runs over to the fans and then he starts, uh, you know, celebrating with them. And then the other fans run, the other players run with the fans and they're celebrating. And man, I don't mind like that, right? Like at the end of the day, if you got to celebrate, you got to celebrate, right? Fans are no mm-hmm. fans, right? But what I thought was very weird was the fact that, hey guys, like Omicron is here, you know, COVID, <laughs> things are getting crazy, right? Like you would think the players would be a little bit more cautious about that. Right, because uh, the fans are not vaccinated. Like, not. I mean, they don't. We don't know if these fans are vaccinated or not, or we don't even know if they have COVID or not. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, but I just thought it was. I thought it was weird, like seeing them do that, and it was just like, guys, like I know it's good. You want to win. You're so excited. You're so happy. But at the same time, there's still the virus, right? So, anyway, cool. Okay, switching places. I know, Vic, you may have to jump off. And if you jump off, you have yourself a great day. And uh, we'll catch you in uh, soccer tonight. Yeah. Um, okay, switching gears. Manchester United, Azim. This is, uh, this is your turn, man. So uh, how are you feeling with United right now? Just a general feeling about United. What do you think? The signing of Ralph, um, you know, uh, the games. I mean, United beat Arsenal 3-2. Uh, and... Uh, prior to uh, Raf coming in. And then since Raf has come in, we haven't lost a single game yet. So um, what are your thoughts so far? I think we should keep him as a permanent manager. We're doing wow. good. <laughs> <laughs> really? Eh? You want him as a... Okay, this is very interesting. This is interesting. I, and I, I have an opinion on this, but uh, I would like you to... Why would you want to keep uh, Raf Ragnick as uh, the permanent manager? I feel like he's pushing these youngings, right? Like, mm. all these guys who are like, you know, don't play hard. But after Ragnick's on the Ragnick's on the roll, they're playing good. They're, like, mm. pushing it. So who, but now, who let's ha- see, in the Champions League, we're playing Atletico. Yeah. I, I feel like Atletico's going to win leg one. And leg two, Man U's going to win. That's okay. my prediction. Okay. Because well, knowing, we... knowing Ronaldo and Simeon, his history, right? Mm-hmm. But he beat um, them like five I... times. Uh, can I touch? Can I touch in on something? Yeah. So uh, basically, what Azim is saying is the so the youngins are stepping up and doing what they need to do. But I also feel like it also comes with a honeymoon period. You know, when a manager first gets appointed. Everybody wants to impress. Everybody wants to be out there. Everybody wants to show what they got and basically do what they need to do in order to be on the squad. So that's why it's it's basically like everybody is now working and working. So basically they want to get into that squad. It's what I call the honeymoon period. I think soon, eventually, it now has to, it now has to transcend into something bigger. 
because if if the players don't stop, if the players don't keep on playing, Ragnik will bench him, right? So, but I still think that Ragnik is not the full permanent manager guy. I still think he should come in and, and do that six months and then basically go into the top and just break everything up from the hierarchy. Yeah. Well, you, you just said... Sorry, uh, uh, Azim, you said bring Pochettino in? Yeah, Pochettino or Zidane. I would love to bring Zidane. You would love to bring Zidane, okay. Why would you... If why I would was, you if I was Zidane? the owner, I would bring in Zidane, like extra cash. Okay. I don't know why? what Gunners are doing. Why, why would sorry, you bring I don't Zidane? know what Glazers are doing, my bad. Yeah, it's all good. Why would you bring in Zidane? What is the, what is the reason? What do you see in Zidane that you want him at Manchester United? He has a uh, good tactics, like what he mm. did with Real Madrid, and he has a history with Ronaldo. I feel like they could win some titles, but mm. Ronaldo is getting old too, right? Yeah. I think well, one more he can do it. If he has yeah. a good team, we could still win this year. Yeah. No. No. Definitely. Um, I see what you're saying about Zidane, and I think uh, Zidane will. I actually think Zidane would be a good appointment. Um, but I just, I don't know. Like, he really is not, he's not very keen on working outside uh, or working in England right now. Like, he's made it very clear from what all the sources have been saying. Conte Zidane would be not... proper, though. Conte, the madman. I would have loved, I would have loved Conte. Conte was kind of my pick uh, if United wanted to just do the short-term thing, get him in for a couple of years. Uh, Conte would have been, absolutely phenomenal i think for this team um i think a lot of the fans will be frustrated with him but i think in six months seven months time it will pay off right uh but yeah, if not Spurs are doing great now that was a good yeah, they, game today yeah it was a good they're doing they're doing good they, they should have won that game today in fact but yeah, um, harry can finally scored like since like wow yeah no I, absolutely um the um uh, for me, I would say I agree with Victor. I don't. I honestly, I don't want to do this. Like, oh yeah, he's interim and then becomes permanent, and then no, 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 no. I think right now there's a, there's a very good list of coaches that United can go for who are going to be out of contract or you can buy out their contract uh, once the season ends. Um, the interim thing for me and Ragnik, I think I I like Ragnik. In fact, uh, Vic, I think we chatted about this. Like, if we were. <laughs> If we were gonna, if you if you gave me the keys to Old Trafford and said, "Hey, you know, uh, Ben, you know, do whatever you gotta do, get us back on top." First thing I would do, Ragnik was the guy I was gonna bring in, and then that's just for him to kind of usher in this new age or new idea of football and just modernize the the overall working structure of the of the club because United is still very. Um, uh, legacy in their approach of how to handle like teams, like people forget how good Ferguson was, right, and how much of an impact he made, uh, or how much how much stuff he handled just by himself, and how much of an impact he made, uh, just just by himself running the show, um, him and David Gill. But since then, since uh, since uh, uh, Fergie uh, is no longer, uh, or he is gone, United has not really grown from that and we've not modernized the structure in the club and I think Ragnik is one of those people who comes in and modernizes a lot of things. In fact I actually think Ragnik is much more efficient and much more and will I will 
and we will get we will get the full package of Ragnik if he is in the um box in the box office, like not in the if he's not uh if he's not you know on the touchline. I actually think that this team right now, what we're seeing here, is just sort of like a mini cameo. Get the ship in order. Make sure everything is good. Be the forerunner for the next guy that comes in. And for me, the next guy that should come in. Yeah. He's doing yeah. a lot better than Ole, though. That's for sure. Well, it's too it's too early to call, right? Like I would say, it's still too early because Ole. Remember when Ole first started? He had a crazy purple patch, like seventeen game on beating streak or something crazy like that. Yeah, Ole right? is good and, though. Can't lie yeah. on him though. Sorry, but Ole was good, but I think we need like someone good, like better, right? Yeah, who can push these guys, like uh, Klopp or like yeah, you know Pep. Yeah, Ole Ole was good in the first uh, first few games he had, but uh, you could tell like it was just a team that feel felt free, so they they would do anything for him at the time, right? I think in the long term, Ole really proved that he was lacking uh, tactical wise and just a lot of things like that. I that you want from a from a from a coach of that uh, of the caliber to be coaching United, he was lacking there. Uh, but I would say that for me, United should go with somebody like Ten Hag, like. Don't even think about it. Don't even waste time. Just go get that guy. Like, if you get Ten Hag, I'm not saying you're going to find a success right away. In fact, I think there's still a lot of pain that is going to come with Manchester United. I, I say feel that like he's going City. I, I think he's going to join City, too. But if United make the move early, then I, I can I, I can guarantee you he'll come. If, if United tell him, hey, buddy, we need somebody to help us. We've got Ragnik on the side, the sideline, on the, on the on the office now. He's doing his thing. You know, I think he will come. But if 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 you don't give him that support from the uh, from the office, you can forget about it. So, um, but yeah, I think, what about, I think uh, PSG. Where do you think them? You think they're winning the Champions League with Messi? Uh, no. I don't think PSG are gonna uh, win the Champions League with Messi. I think uh, I actually think people shouldn't sleep on Real Madrid. I'm gonna say a lot of us have not been really looking at what Real Madrid has been putting up lately. But if you follow the league, and unfortunately I don't follow the, the uh, Spanish league, and I, I I could, but I just don't. Um, but if you follow the Spanish league, the things that Real Madrid have been doing this season has actually been quite phenomenal. And I think a lot of people kind of downplay it because Barcelona are not very good. Um, and then Atletico are not very good either. So they've been downplaying a lot of what Real Madrid uh, does. But I'm going to even say, like, you know, looking at looking at that, I, I even feel, because I know we drew uh, Atletico, I feel that uh, I feel that Atletico will beat Manchester United. I know, this is, I know this is kind of maybe taboo to say, but I don't see United beating Atletico. I think Atletico is a very... Is the is the type of team United don't want to face? Yeah, they're dirty. Absolutely. Yeah, they're dirty. They sit back. They do so many like theatrics, all these crazy antics. You name it, whatever it may be, they are one of the most difficult teams that United could ever think of facing. I actually think they're gonna beat us. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people may not think that way, and maybe in two months, if Ragnik figures out his football and everybody understands what he wants out of them, but right now United is so vulnerable. Um, and after seeing the string of games that United have been playing in, um, I actually think uh, Atletico are going to do the business. But uh, on that on that same front, I think because of that, people see how bad Atletico are in the uh, in the um, 
uh, in their league, they think, oh, you know, they're not going to hurt. But I actually think that people people are sleeping a lot on the Spanish league and Spain, um, Real Madrid may do bits. So maybe watch out for them. But I think it will come down to literally Bayern. Yeah, Bayern, I feel, are the other team to beat this Champions League. So, um, but watch out for Real. Real, Real is definitely going to beat PSG and I think Man U will fall to Atletico. That's me. That that's yeah. That's that's the same. That's the same prediction that I have right now at the moment. Uh, oh, we just lost Azim again. Um, technical difficulties, but it's all good. But yeah, no. The on the other hand, uh, speaking of which, um, you know the the games. Uh, I don't know if you you've been watching the games. Uh, well, uh, welcome back, Azim. But I don't. Yo, I don't know. If, all good. All good. I don't know if you guys have been watching the games, but um, United honestly haven't really looked very fluid yet. Like, I know it's going to take time. I don't think it's going to be a thing. And if you look at the next one of fixtures for United, they look easy. But mm-hmm. United still hasn't looked very fluid. We need a, we need a good, uh, like, transfers coming up. Martial's who leaving. Do you, who do you, yeah, Martial looks like he's going to leave. Who do you think uh, United should uh, get? Oh, I don't know. I, I want Haaland. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants Thailand, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> let's be realistic. <laughs> if I if I was a uh, like like rich billionaire, I would try to get Haaland and Mbappe. Yeah. You're not gonna pass uh, FIFA Fair Play rules, though. They're both going. Uh, they're both going Real Madrid. Yep, I think they both are. Are they going next month or next summer? summer. Um, Mbapp- um, yeah, this summer. I think Mbappe is gonna get. Um, you know, the, he's going to sign a free contract, right? He's going to sign I a free Hazard's contract. I going to Chelsea next month. I just see like, something's telling me. Oh, really? Yeah, Hazard, Hazard's coming back next month. Really? Chelsea. They need him. If he goes there, then for sure Chelsea will be third or second. Abram- Abramovich said he would give his left nut to have Hazard back. <laughs> 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 that was funny but um no i think uh i think that'll be interesting to see hazard back but hazard has been such a failure at uh, real what a waste of 80 million man like chelsea really stole 80 million from real um looking at what's going on with him and when you look at all these transfers it's like my goodness but i think real if they let go of hazard then Haaland to Real is kind of almost done because that's the big thing. You, you know, Haaland is going to be coming in for a lot of money. Um, and uh, yeah, can you can you afford uh, to pay his wages? I think mm-hmm. he's going to be 65 mil, 75 mil from Borussia. But can you afford to pay his wages? And on the other hand, uh, you've got uh, Mbappe already who's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to Real. This is my dream. This is what's going to be happening. I love Ronaldo and he pulled that step. I want to do it. Um, if, I think uh, Haaland can still go Man United. Like, they can do a transfer or some uh, something. Like, Martial wants to leave. Why not do a Martial for, you know, Haaland and some cash deal? I don't I don't think United will get, uh, will get Haaland. I don't think they so. won't have money think... though. He, he wants to go to Chelsea too. 
He wants to. I don't think he wants to go to Chelsea. I think it's just rumors. It's a rumor. I think, I, I think it. I think if any person has a fair shot of him, it is City and Real Madrid. No, no, no. Um, when uh, when Lampard was the manager, Haaland wanted to come to Chelsea. I don't know about now, but like I nah. remember when when uh, when when uh, when Lamps was the manager, he wanted to come. Mm, I know. I I think those were rumors. I'm telling you, it is either. City or Real Madrid. Those are the only two teams that I can see, you know, uh, Haaland going into. So um, that's sort of like, that's kind of where I, I would say, I don't, I don't see any of this Chelsea, this Chelsea stuff where they wanted to go away. At the end of the day, I feel it's just like paper talk. It's not really anything that people should focus on. But City or Real Madrid seem to be the only two teams that Haaland is probably going to go to. So um, you guys should be prepared for that because it's. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's mostly that, guys. You know, we've covered quite a bit today. Uh, the other piece, kind of, want to close off with, um, you know, is uh, the the kind of like the overall performance of the Premier League. Now, you know, we've seen how teams are doing. We've seen how teams are playing. Um, final little bits of games coming up. Um, now, I just want to kind of get everybody's, like, uh, Azim, I want to get, well, Victor, I already got your own prediction, but I don't know if you want to change it. But I want to kind of get Azim's uh, own prediction um, of uh, how the league will end. I know you mentioned West Ham is going to be coming third, uh, or Arsenal is going to be coming third, West Ham fourth. Um, and then potentially, I don't know where Chelsea is going to fit in that or where City is going to fit in that, Liverpool. So kind of where do you see this, where do you see things ending? Who's going to? Who's gonna take the league, and uh, you know what is what what where do you see where do you see things ending? And that's why Azim. Azim, are you here? Oh, did we lose Azim? Azim, yeah, probably lost him. Oh no, the the AirPods. <laughs> Well, I guess we want to get his own thing. But, Victor, do you want to change your prediction? Who do you think is going to end uh, the season? And where Yo, we gonna can you hear at? me? Oh, here, here we go. Hey. Uh, so... I put it on mute. My bad. Oh, it's all good. All good. Um, yeah. You know, who's going to uh, – so who's going to – how's the season going to end? Who's going to win it? Uh, I don't want Liverpool to win. But who's gonna win it? Whether you don't want it, who do you think is gonna win? <laughs> I think I say Chelsea are gonna win if they make their move right, you know, and if they get Hazard, which they will, and they need one more guy, they could win it. They're not too far, but yeah. City's City's like killing it right now. Yeah. So is that all that they need to win? Is they need uh, Hazard? Do they need any other positions to help them secure the title? Maybe some back. I don't know. Maybe so, maybe somebody back. Well, yeah. what do you what, what do you think of Lukaku anyway? Do you think Lukaku has really made an impact in um, Chelsea this year? Yeah, I think Lukaku is pretty good though. He made an impact. You you think he made an impact with Chelsea so far? I don't know. I think you so. Know? You think so? Okay. Yeah. He was doing good in Inter. Like he was killing it there. 
Yeah, but he should have brought the same mentality in Chelsea. Okay, so that means so that means he's Chelsea. Uh, the 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 stuff he's done in Chelsea, you feel like he's kind of been off the pace with Chelsea. Yeah. But at Inter, he was something else. Next season, if he has a different mentality, like he'll be like he'll be crazy. Interesting. He just needs to like Tuchel needs to push him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Oh, okay, awesome. Well, Victor, what about you? you are you going to change your prediction? Like, do you do you think uh, uh, Chelsea? Uh, sorry, you you said Chelsea. You still think Chelsea could you know do it? Are you are you hundred percent still feeling that way after the talk today, or um, how do you how do you see the top four uh, ending up? Um, I still think we can win it. I absolutely think so. Um, the top four will end up definitely with Chelsea, City, Liverpool, right? And either Arsenal or Man U. It's crazy. But then again, Conte is coming. So we might have to revisit this in like the next couple of weeks. Okay. They've okay, been well, winning though. It's just uh, scary. Yeah, Conte hasn't lost a game in the Premier. West Ham is going to be uh, going down soon, maybe. Yeah, West Ham will probably be like maybe sixth, sixth or something. But they they're doing so bad. Everton, they're just waiting. They're just one loss away from Rafa getting fired, bro. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. They were so down. I thought they're getting they're getting relegated. Oh man, that's the thing with this with these clubs. They just need to win one game and they'll be out of the relegation zone. But then the other uh, the other guys that are in there, the ones that are in the thick of it, Newcastle <laughs> for sure. It's a different situation. Yeah. No. Uh, Ever Everton, I think uh, they lost Dominic Calvert Lewin, and then that's messed them up. Um, and uh, who was the, who was the other guy? So after losing Dominic Calvert Lewin, they also have lost like a lot of players due to injury. So Miss Rodriguez, right? No, no, Ames is no longer playing with them. He's moved what? To where, where is he now? Somewhere in, uh, I think... Some Qatari league. Yeah. So, he's done. Um, and he's, like, trash. Like, Ames, uh, he's been so bad, dude. It's not even funny. Um, but then, <laughs> he's so bad. Yeah. Um, there's also, uh, I, I think defensively, too, they have some issues. And midfield-wise, they have some guys go out, come back in. Uh, but right now, the only person who's really carrying the, the only maybe two guys who were sort of carrying them uh, was Demarai Gray and Townsend. And then now, oh, sorry, no, Demarai Gray. Townsend was there for a little bit, but uh, Rick Allison was injured. He came back. And yeah, yeah so it's not looking very good for them, uh, to be honest. Um, but we'll see. I, I actually think they should stay with, stick with Rafa. Stick with Rafa Benitez. Hang tight with the guy. He's... Uh, you know, I think he's a very good, solid coach. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he is. He plays boring football. I get it, but his football you makes. You think uh, Rafa <clears throat> could be a better? Rafa could be a coach at uh, Man U. Think he'll do a better Hell job no. there. Hell no! <laughs> like, could could he do a better job? Maybe, but I don't think. He, I don't think. I don't even want to even consider him <laughs> anywhere near United. Hell no! Who? Carlos Real Madrid. Oh, I love. Oh, come on! That that guy is like my dad. Carlo Ancelotti is like I love him. He is he he is the coach that that should have come to United three years ago. 
that he yeah, should have been he's the gonna guy. die in Real Madrid. He probably he loves he loves Real, but he should have he should have come to Manchester United. He's the guy. You know you know one person who I wouldn't actually have minded. So if not for uh, Raf Ragnick, the other person I actually wouldn't have minded was Ernesto Valverde, and I think like. People kind of sleep on these guys because, oh, they were part of the, you know, Barcelona side that got trounced and blah, blah, blah um, against Liverpool. Uh, but that Liverpool had destiny on their side. Like, that Liverpool team, uh, you know, were, were, no matter what, we're gonna, they, were, they were going to beat uh, that uh, Barcelona side no matter what you guys, anybody said. That was just, they missed a lot of chances the first leg. They came in the second leg. They absolutely trounced uh, Barcelona. So, the the but the thing is people keep saying oh he's a defensive coach and I'm like what where do you guys get this idea that uh, Ernesto Valverde is a defensive minded coach I don't think people have seen seen that team I've seen that team firsthand and what they could do what they did to Manchester United how they how played you I mean at the time it wasn't hard to do because Ole was the coach right but uh, people that are sleeping on Ernesto Valverde he is a very good coach and I think that's another person that if maybe not Ten Hag I would say United, forget this Pochettino like obsession, get Ernesto Valverde. That's my own thing. Cool, guys. I think that's mostly it. I know, Vic, you got to run. Uh, you've got a game tonight. Um, you know, wishing yes, you all the best there. Yeah. Yeah. Wishing you all the best. Azim, this was a lot of fun, man. I uh, would have loved to uh, keep going, but just because of the tight schedule today, we're going to keep it, you know, pretty short and focus on the uh, two teams here. Um and uh yeah, I think uh maybe who knows, maybe midweek we may do another, another show or maybe uh at the end of uh if there are some games coming up on the twenty sixth, twenty seventh, we may do another show. But uh, you know, if we don't get to talk to anybody during that time, I hope you guys just, you know, stay safe and have a you know good fun holidays and yes. uh we see you Merry guys. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys in the in the next uh next time mm-hmm. thanks a lot guys absolutely bye cheers, cheers.